Hello. Hello. And welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Smith Talk, Talk relationships. relationships. But we're no longer talking relationships like you think. It's extended it's relationship. It could be a relationship with yourself, a relationship with other people. Is or it a metaphor now? Yeah, I guess so. Mr. and Mrs. Smith talk relationships. Not real relationships. Yeah, we're, we're not relationships. here to, to talk about ourselves. We are here with our special guest, uh, the one and only. Oh, you don't like my intro? No, I didn't <laughs> say I didn't like your intro. I uh, I practiced that all day. Are you, are you on your man period today? No, I practiced that intro all day. I was like, but not relationships. Wow. She says, okay, let's go right to our uh, guest. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hangry <laughs> and I see saying. food. Forget what you're saying. Oh, okay. So we're at Motorola Brewing once again, uh. Uh, hanging out, and we got a special guest, one of my favorite comics in the whole wide world. Aww. Actually, I was listening to our past podcast, and I actually said that on the podcast. See, there you go. I said, I said there are really funny comics out there, like Aaron Sutherland. Oh. Uh, I said, you said Anthony Bonazzo. Say it again. Aaron Sutherland is say it again. funny. Yeah. Aaron Sutherland. <laughs> you, you did say when you introduce him at our show, your friend. Yes. Your he's only friend. Well, he says he is. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we're here with Aaron Sutherland. Yeah. 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 Gio. I'm going to start a relationship with your brain. You keep talking all that good stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Child, I might get jealous. Sookie, sookie. <laughs> I'm getting jealous. Already? <laughs> Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be too scared. I just just his brain. Is the <laughs> right, body right. You can keep. You can have the rest of me. But the brain. Oh, he's like Frankenstein. Sweet, delicious brain. Sweet, yeah. delicious brain. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, yeah. Let's uh, talk some relationship. Let's so, Aaron, like. Let's cool. talk. Let's, well, well, let's, uh, let's talk about you a little bit. Oh, sure. How I can do, do that. What made you do like stand up? Well, Wait, let me start. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just get to the point. Business, you know, business. <laughs> oh, business down. Okay, so Aaron uh, <laughs> is uh, one of my first friends in comedy uh, when I first started doing stand up, and uh, your only friend. My only friend, and uh, it was a lonely time for both of us. Yeah, it was a lonely time for both of us. Your only yeah. Puerto Rican friend. Yeah, that's not true. I got more Puerto Rican friends. I know, but in, in the comedy world. I guess Abby, so. right? Yeah. 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 He's like the tallest Puerto Rican ever. You can't miss that Puerto Rican. <laughs> Seriously, have you ever seen a six foot five Puerto Rican before? Abby's the only one on the planet, I'm pretty no, sure. Well, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I've seen some. There's so. tall Puerto Ricans. <laughs> there's a part of the island that they're all tall. They're oh, like really? It's seven it's feet it's tall. No, it's in the rainforest. <laughs> yeah. It's called Gigantes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The, 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 they call the the giants of Carolina. Or Carolina. Are you serious? Yeah, Los Gigantes de Carolina. Oh, okay. And it's basically the basketball team. Are they all black? Uh, Puerto Ricans? No. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they're actual giants, but 
legend of course, says. Of course not. They're not legend real says they used to pick coconuts off of the trees that's left in their hands. It must mm. be a short <laughs> coconut. <laughs> <laughs> they would twist them off, twist off the coconuts and uh, crack them over their knee and drink the juice. <laughs> nice. But anyway, Aaron Sutherland's here. <laughs> sure am. Uh, Aaron, tell us a little bit about you, man. Uh, you're you're like when we met, you're you're not from Chicago, so. Uh, yeah, no, I grew up in the in the suburbs. Um, mm. uh, I started doing stand up because it was something I always wanted to do. I actually did it in high school once, actually twice. When I was eighteen, I uh, I did a talent show. <laughs> oh, same here. At high school and crushed for like three hundred people. It's like. Man, stand-up's going to be so easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then two weeks later, did an open mic in Chicago. And uh, bombed so bad, I didn't do it again until I was 24. Wow. Oh. I just felt like I had nothing to say. But you did, did the same thing. So, no, what I did, I did stand-up for a talent show in high school. And it was, but they were street jokes. Was it English so or Spanish? Spanish. So oh. I took some street jokes, mm -hmm. and I translated them to Spanish. Tu madre is so fat. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 not it's that. Muy gordo. Right, but uh, but I took the jokes and I translated them to Spanish and I did a whole set, like a ten minute, I think it was ten minutes. It seemed like it was a long time, and crushed too. Yeah. For, like, for a ton of people, and then I never did it again. Uh, I was just did it because I wanted to do it, and mm -hmm. then and I didn't even know what stand up was. I just saw Stephen Wright doing it and, sure. and, and these people doing it, and I was like, oh, I could do that. And so I did. I, I was gonna do that for this talent show, and I did it, and then. I was only supposed to do five minutes. I think I did 15 or 16. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't, like, they didn't know to light me. It was just a, it was a ramshackle event that went, like, three and a half hours really? long. Because nobody kept to their five minutes. Do you remember your first joke? Uh, it was something about um, starting smoking because I got hooked on the gum. The, the nicotine gum. <laughs> really oh bad. God. Really bad stuff. So the wean off the gum, you have to smoke? Yeah, yeah. I'm up to oh. two packs a day. You know, <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I have the tape of it somewhere. Oh, really? Oh, nice. yeah. Like videotape? Or, or yeah, video. Oh, nice. You have yeah. to keep it. Yeah. I think I have it you know, in one of those nine bins you bring to every place you move but never actually oh look <laughs> into for the entire yeah. time you live there. Yeah. I have to say, I have one of those. And I, th I don't think they even make the camera anymore. <laughs> well, my dad converted it to a DVD, so I have it on a disc. Oh, oh wow, that's nice. I yeah. should could get it converted. Well, you have it stuck. The, the tape is stuck in the machine, and she can't <laughs> even get the machine out. <laughs> that's <so>. true. <laughs> Shut up. It's just like, but I can get this fixed. I'm like, they don't even uh, make video cameras anymore. <laughs> right. Um, I played it for a couple of comics four years, four or five years ago, and I was like, I can't watch. I can't watch. And they're like, dude, it was pretty much the same as you are now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I have a theory about, like, stand-up. I think your first set actually, like, some people, like, bomb or whatever. Okay, that's actually mm. you. It just you now, you, like, later on, you become, like, a higher uh, or, or elevated, upgraded of you, like, doing comedy. Because mm -hmm. I'm the same, except it's el more elevated. Actually, I, I believe that. Because when I started, the jokes that I had were me. The stuff that I thought was funny. And it bombed, you know, <laughs> but but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to sure. write jokes. I didn't I didn't know how to do that stuff. So, but once I learned how to do jokes, because I went on this whole thing of imitating other people that I liked, you know, and then doing that style, and then sure. finally I think that's came a natural evolution. Yeah. yeah, you see what's successful, and then you go, right. can right. I do a version of that? And then eventually, you get tired of doing a version of someone else. Right. And then you're like, oh. Hey, remember when I used to write things I thought were funny? Now I can do them with a, a confident, uh, you know. Yeah. 
presentation. So who was your dude? Like who was your comedy oh, hero? Jar George Carlin for sure. George Carlin, yeah. okay. My mom bought me a couple of his CDs when Aww. I was like 11 or 12. Oh wow. That's uh, nice. Because I, <laughs> I was uh, back in the <laughs> Napster days. <laughs> oh. I had downloaded uh, accidentally one of his bits. It was like a 20 minute thing on uh, cars and driving. And I was like, you know, 11, I had never driven a car, but I relate. I was just like so into it. I was like, man, that was, I, who is this guy? Wow. And then she ended up getting, because um, I'm a spoiled little bitch. Uh, she <laughs> bought, <laughs> she got me tickets to see him uh, when <gasps> I was 16. Oh, oh wow. my God. You yeah. She got a bunch of tickets. Yeah. And um, we went we went to the show, but uh, some of my friends couldn't go, uh, so my parents tagged along, and then my buddy Russ, <laughs> his dad, came too. That's nice. He was like a big comedy fan, and my me and my buddy Russ, you know, we got into Robin Williams live on Broadway, Pablo, oh, Francisco, oh yeah. all these guys. Like we would just watch comedy and download Carlin routines, and and you know watch VHS tapes, <laughs> whatever <laughs> comedy specials we had all night. So then at the the Carlin show, he opens with that Modern Man poem. You mm. know, it's a really cool thing that he I don't can't remember which special it's in now but um, it's all about well, I'm uploading and downshifting I don't, can't do the poem any just but he opened with like a nice clean clever thing right and then the, I think the next thing out of his mouth was you know what we don't talk about anymore pussy farts <laughs> <laughs> and from there he went into a long thing about suicide and <laughs> how funny it is that every 20 seconds or so someone kills himself so he looks at his watch there goes another one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dying laughing, but my mom was like freaking out. Yeah, horrified. <laughs> and she like she turned to my dad and was like, We have to get these kids out of here. We have to get them oh out. Oh my god. And uh Too late. He goes, if you take Aaron out of here right now, he will never talk to us again. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and then she called all my friends' moms and apologized the next day. Wow. And they're like, Yeah, no, we knew. Have you not paid attention to him <laughs> since the seventies, Carol? Right. <laughs> wow. He, he was like one of the pioneers. Uh him, uh, what's that? Leno, those guys were around. Like Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. And Bruce was kind of even before them. Yeah. Right. Um, I kind of miss watching like the old school stand up. There's some comedians now um, that I'm just. All right, you're you're cool, but I don't know. You know, just like I, I guess I'm just like an old school comedian lover. Mm -hmm. uh, like so Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling is yeah. hilarious. Gary yeah. Mule Deer. I don't know. Gary Mildew? <laughs> <laughs> Mule Deer. Mule, Mule Deer? Yeah. Oh Remember the my. comic we were talking about that died or they killed himself? The, there's a lot Richard of them. Jenny? Richard Jenny. He was yeah. another Richard big Jenny. girl. Was that guy was funny. funny, man. Yeah, he was a ridiculous. I, he has the two funniest minutes of stand up I've, I'll ever hear. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> that the one with the the, the. the sex secrets of the old South? It's oh the no. funniest bit of all time. I thought it was the one with the referee, the football I referee. Yeah, that one's great that too. You know, a lot of times I'm not even thinking about football up here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I think it's a lot of um, comedians are depressed or have like this dark side. And yeah. you know what they always say, like that the, the funnier the person is, the saddest crap that happened in their lives. You know, like I think there's a lot of truth to that. Like yeah. Well, you know, what? I think th there's a lot of truth to that, too. But I think that once you get past a certain thing, you know, it should be your therapy in a sense. But you should get past that, and like, you don't have to continue in that darkness. Mm -hmm. You know, you you can right. you're making people laugh. You're becoming successful. Enjoy that. You and guys then are oddly describing my path through comedy. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I d started doing again at uh, yeah, I was 24. 
I've been living in the city um, for, I don't know, six or eight months. But I was I was at a job that I didn't care about because comedy was kind of the only thing on my radio. I just didn't know what to do. Mm. Uh, so I was drinking a lot by myself often um, and getting into some really dark places. And finally, uh, I looked up an open mic and was like, well, if I'm going to be this drunk all the time, I might <laughs> as well be <laughs> trying yeah, to yeah, do right. something <laughs> while being this drunk. Right. Um, and then it wasn't what a month or two before I met you. After that, and uh, I've I've kind of fed into that um, sort of depressive side. And, and once I started writing some good jokes, I don't know. I didn't, I've been through such a transformation in the last few years through yeah, therapy yeah. and a, and my right. outlook on a therapy. lot of things. Yeah, I think um, all comedians should have therapy. Because I I uh, I uh, yeah. unlike a lot of comics, you know, a lot of people. Uh, like you said, they come from, you know, depressed and all that. And and I'm like one that's like, no, had a good life. You're like uh, you know? Jerry, not Jerry Springer. Jerry uh, Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. He's like, yeah, it doesn't have to come from a dark place. Yeah, it's like I, I, I just find things funny. You know, I find things mm -hmm. humorous and I find the funny of, of stuff. You know, I'll fall and I'll laugh at it, you know, or. or but but or if, you, if you think about it, Jerry Seinfeld, he was like, um, you know, when he was young, he didn't he didn't like his job, so that was kind of like his thing. And he's like, yeah, well, because well, he does his gift. You know, he, his gift was to sure. do jokes. And so, if you're if your your talent is to do something, and you're like washing cars at a car wash, I mean, you're not gonna like be happy. <laughs> of course, you're gonna go home and get drunk every day and beat your wife. But <laughs> is that is that a prerequisite? <laughs> 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 you have to beat your wife. Yeah, but well, uh, yeah, I mean, so that's a step up. Yeah. At least they, you know, that guy got married. And at least he's not <laughs> drinking alone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, yeah no, um, therapy works. In a much better place mentally, and. Um, yeah, because you kind of disappear. I think I'm, I'm better at comedy. Obviously, you know, with time and practice, I right. should have to be better. Yeah, <laughs> than right. I was <laughs> You're spending six all that and money. a half years it's ago, like but. No, I think I just have a much healthier outlook on uh, what I want to do, and. Yeah. Um, you, you know, look it's good. It's reflected in that. Thank you. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> you minx. Right. <laughs> or red panda, I guess. Red panda. <laughs> <laughs> the Asian red minx. <laughs> what? What? Oh, that's going to be, a, that's that's gonna be Asian, some angry sex way. later. Panda is not Asian? No, you said the red panda. The red. There's no red panda. Yes, there is. Yes, there, oh, there is. is. Oh, no. my bad. <laughs> You don't, bad. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. The red close. panda had a little bit too much to drink. Look it, it up. Turned They're red. adorable. No, red pandas are. Uh, They're like tiny little flying bears almost. Yeah. Oh, oh well, uh, thank you. I'm cute like red panda. You're damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you've never seen one. <laughs> right. <laughs> she looks it up and it's like the most horrible thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, so. Uh, so obviously your, fam your favorite comics is. Uh, uh, Carlin, mm -hmm. and uh, I know. Did you did you uh, did you ever feel like you want to give up, or did you ever feel always? Like <laughs> I mean, I did step away from comedy last year for about three and a half, four months almost. Okay, um, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to come back to do it at all. I got into that mode of just like living and dying with every set because right. nothing else was going well in my well. life. <laughs> I was coming off a really bad breakup and. Um, still working at jobs that I didn't, you know, care about at all, and yeah, it, 
reached a, a point. I talked with Joe McMahon because he had just finished taking a break from comedy, mm -hmm. and it was like an indefinite one as well. And it's sort of just that time off helped me realign, all, like be excited about it again. You found for your one. chi again. Yeah, and not uh, not being so jealous <laughs> of right. other comics. I, I, yeah, I think every comic has that like that moment where it's like you know what? Because I I did step away. I, I've actually stepped. I qu I quit so many times, mm -hmm. but I can't. Every time I quit, I just got even more sadder and depressed. And I I said if I'm gonna be sad and depressed, I might as well do it while people are laughing at me. You right. know, like like so it's like <laughs> I keep going back. How more depressing is that? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely didn't know if I would get back on stage again. Um, no, no, you have to get like back because you're funny. Two two months or so, I started getting the itch again, mm -hmm. and then after three months, I, think that I was got tired SDV's of listening to my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> right, my roommate's got a man bun, so I don't want to oh be hanging bro. out with him any more than I had to. Um, and then, yeah, things have been going really well. I finally I started my. Uh, what do you guys need to come to? Uh, my new one band solo show. Yeah, I saw oh. that. Uh, when mm -hmm. is is that like? How long is that running? Or is it? Um, right now we're just doing it monthly. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. it's and it's just you. It's just me. Doing uh, what? It's like a PowerPoint kind of thing. It's oh, all cool. about the history of corruption in Chicago and Illinois in general. Yeah, oh, I think nice. I I got an invite to that once and uh, I rejected it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I said, Dad. You're on fire today. <laughs> No, I said this is this is cool, I, and uh, I thought uh, uh, it was something cool to see. But I mean, I, I no, we're gonna keep doing it for sure. Cool. I'll, de I'll definitely. Guy come. did threaten me with a gun. Really? Oh the other yeah, day. yeah, yeah. The, the other day. <laughs> Why you were doing a performance or, or? No, no. Um, it was on Facebook. This dude. I, I saw, and he has a legit picture. insane, and nobody knows who he actually is. Uh, but he's friends with a bunch of comics on Facebook, and uh, he saw the poster for uh, the show's called Chicago Villainoy. <laughs> 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 so you got yourself a villain, you for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, I'll see you at the show, clown. And I was like, as long as you buy a ticket, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't he's going to show up. I bought a ticket, see? It's okay, read it. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, then, yeah, he posts a picture of himself. Um, with a gun. With a gun, and shirtless, too, which is always a good effect. Ooh, <laughs> right. he's he trying goes, to I don't you. pay for <laughs> shit. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, he said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he said, well, you should have said something earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it was odd. So but he has you know. a problem. I mean, I, had a, I got some of the texts with me. They said they were going to kill me, and I called him. Really? And then I was going to go to police, but I got busy, so. <laughs> See how important that was to her. <laughs> but I was like, this, this, who wants to kill me? But for what What reason? You know? I do have these baskets to weave, though. Right. So yeah. I, like, <laughs> I still what have the, the number. What? what? So oh, right. You want to kill me? Oh, but I do have to. I, I, think, it, I think the person that want to kill me is the guy that was kept on calling me from jail. I'm like, I, you know. You know, it may have been a wrong just number. Just a wrong number. Yeah. It's like, you know. You're not that remember special. Remember, like, uh, Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What Ramon I'm a red what I'm panda. hearing from Ramon is <laughs> you aren't special enough to kill. Right. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's the wrong number. You know, they like get the wrong number. I was gonna text back. I was like, really? When? I'm ready. <laughs> Come and get yeah. me. And sometimes, and get sometimes me, those really? are sometimes those are like what do you call those those uh, scammers? Clicking, clicking, and, and or fishing, whatever. Clickbait. Clickbait. Where you, so you Click respond and, and they get your information. So it's like that's a phishing thing. That's yeah. a fishing thing. Right. Clickbait. Clickbait is when they give a crappy headline that makes you go, "Did he really?" And then you click on it. You're like, "Oh, he didn't at right. all. That's just one S tiny." Oh, oh, this is a fishing fishing release. 
Catcher. Boo. Boo. Um, yeah, so I don't but know. But you know what? Don't quit doing comedy because you are very funny. No, I, I'm I, not I think just taking that, that, friend, that time off was uh, was, was good. really beneficial for me. Yeah, um, for, for anyone. Now I don't plan on stopping, but I also haven't made it the sole reason for living as I was doing, which yeah. is a terrible yeah. way <laughs> to go about it. I yeah. think the, the <laughs> hardest part of being a comedian is not like being a comedian, it's that we need like a job that actually pays enough to do that so we can do comedy. But then a lot of this crappy jobs that we you take. You know what's hard about comedy know? is open mics. Oh, that's, what, that's, that's mm-hmm. hard about comedy. Open mics are, are detrimental to your health <laughs> because it's like there's a certain point where you can be doing too many. Yeah, you need to like pick some open mics that you like and do those. Like I do, or start like your own two or three, or start yeah. your own, start your own show where it makes you better because like the show we do, Brain on Beer, um, I find myself writing more and more because mm-hmm. I feel like the audience needs. New jokes when that when we sure. when we're just hosting and, and and so and then we haven't had like repeat audience that much. It's always new audience every yeah. month. It's a new audience, great, and, and, and which is great. But I I feel as a, you know as a comic, I was like, well, I can't say the same jokes every time, you know. Yeah, right. but yeah. Then I ran a weekly show up in uh, Wrigley for like two years, and um, just being around the kind of core of talent that we had running that show. Right. Plus, having it be weekly, it would definitely pushed me in a lot of ways. Right. Was that the one at, at, at uh, were you involved with Greg Gettle and all that? At, at yeah. The, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good show. It was. It was like a frat house party every Thursday yeah. <laughs> in the basement of some horrible bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Barcelona. Yeah, oh Barcelona. I, was, I went to the Barcelona show. It was good. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a great room. I, I wanted was, to, like, you know, uh, 40, 50 people, and it was absolutely packed, and the laughs were huge, and yeah. Yeah, right yeah, on yeah. top of them. Yeah, I was proud of that show, and I was kind of salty that I wasn't involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking you out was the best thing we yeah. ever did. It was like, hey, we're going to do a show. Uh, Ramon, see that door? <laughs> uh, we need you to go get some. Uh <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good show. I think that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was a great yeah, show. And it was, I, mean, I learned more not only just how to run a good show, mm-hmm. but, yeah, about pushing myself writing-wise and, and right. How who I it helps develop who you are. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where you become a better comic than going to five or six open mics in one night and you're up all late and, and, uh, and it's, it's very depressing. So like when I do open mic, I come super early. Mm-hmm. I want to go first or second. I like I'll go second or, f- or like oh, because yeah. I don't want to be there for two hours and and some of the, sh- the it's some. Of Sometimes it's just too depressing. Like absolutely, well, I, I and not even that. Like one time I went to an open mic and and I hadn't been out in a while. You know, uh, I practice at home. I mean, I have a little room and I practice on my mic and stuff. And and uh, the cat, the cat, <laughs> the cat's like boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually I said let me go out and it was a mic on a Tuesday. I went out and I got there and it was packed. And I'm like oh sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. And I go sign up. I'm number twenty something. And I'm like, yeah, everybody's going up there and they're killing, and everybody's ah laughing and ah, you know, some people bomb, but other people go up there. And then, by the time it was my turn, there was the host left, the person going after me, and like maybe two, three, two or three people who were sitting at the table right. drinking. At that point, I'm like, I don't even want to go up anymore. Right. You know, like, like, I think Chicago right now is oversaturated with open mics yeah. and very dehydrated from really well-run independent shows. Yeah. 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 There used to be a show every night that you knew was going to be at least decent, right? You know, and now 
I don't know. There's been some new ones popping up. I just, I had uh, one of the problems uh, I ran into was when I was doing a lot of shows from years like, you know, one to four basically. Right. Um, I, w- I was, you know, well known amongst, uh, you know, comics doing clubs and then all these comics running shows and then they all kind of moved out to New York or LA and I hadn't been doing open mics that much. Yeah. And so when I went back, it's all these new kids who had been, you know, doing open mics for a couple years together in some cases. And I showed up and they're all looking at me like, who's this guy? I and know. Like, no, I don't like who that are you? Part. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. you I, so some of that ego, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it was starting to tear me up as well, being like, I shouldn't have yeah. to prove myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I should. Yeah. They're just as, you know, equal of getting my best foot forward as anyone else. Why yeah, would I exactly. be so horrible about it? Right. But the way I look at it, hey. Like, people uh, used to say a lot of negative things about me. Um, and yeah, I'm really sorry about that. It really hurt yeah, me my too. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I was, I was out of my element that day. You I was just trying to help out Ramon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you panda, red panda hater, you guys? Um, no, you didn't know it existed until five <laughs> minutes ago, <laughs> right. and now you're using it as an insult. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Uh, but 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 I, it hurt my feelings and and there there is a comic I won't mention any I had a fever. Well, you don't have to get into detail. I mean. Oh well, I have to say I had a fever. I still didn't want to cancel the show. I did the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't do well. I have to say because I was really sick. Like I want to throw up. And then after I got off the stage, he made fun of me and like the word he said, even if he. You don't have to mention it. I've heard this story before. You don't have to, like, say. Oh, fine. Fine, 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 fine. I want to hear it. All right, go Even ahead. Even if he hit F me with, with his ding-a-ling in the, in the brain, like, no funny jokes will come out of me. Boy, that's a fun fella, right? Yeah, and, and I was like. That's been another shocking part about my experience in comedy is hearing horror stories and then meeting the people behind them and being like, I don't see it. And then eventually... You catch a glimpse of it, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. the man you know, behind the curtain. And you know what, 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 what's funny <laughs> about that? That's a dark side. You know what's yeah. funny about that? Is I that think they put up like a, a show for other dudes, yeah. but then when they're around women alone, <laughs> they turn what's, into what's the funny, creepiest creeps. Yeah, what's like, funny about that is that is that we're telling jokes. Yeah. We're making people laugh. I know. You know, And then, and then to, for people to be uh, either so jealous negative. or negative or, or, or like, like, you know, mm-hmm. condescending or whatever, it's like, we're just telling jokes. Like, what, like what's your problem? Hey, like, are you doing open mic? Because I am, and you are too. <laughs> I heard someone put it um, this way. I think it was Marty DeRosa. Uh, he said, you know, all comics are, are kind of like athletes, mm. right? But they're all playing different sports. So why would you compare a basketball player to a baseball player? Right. You can't be a basketball player. You're a baseball player. Just right. play baseball. Well, you bo- know, so bone yeah. knows everything. It, 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 but it is very easy since we are technically doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's like it's just and it's individual and there's so much, you know, of your own emotional drama. investment into right. what you wrote and worked on and then to have it either go well and you not get it and we as are all recognized and, and it, for it as yeah, you think. And the thing is that we're all in the same boat. We're all uh putting our being vulnerable by writing and creating certain things mm-hmm. and then expressing it to the world. And the last thing you want to hear is somebody tell you that you suck, you suck, you know, and it's like, that's your opinion, but you're going through the same thing as me. You know, you went through the same thing. You didn't just born, you weren't born a headliner. You weren't born, sure. you know, you know, so you went through the same thing. 
So I mean, for me, you all started I, at an open mic. When I <laughs> when I see when I see like comics coming up, and I'm like, oh, that guy just started. And then sometimes I'll go and say, hey, you know what? Uh, this joke would be better if you just added this to it, you know, or added mm-hmm. this, you know. Because I remember when I used to do it, I used to sit there and like blah 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 blah, and then it was just in the punchline. And like, well, yeah, your setup was like two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot what you were talking about. Yeah, but it is painful. Uh, sitting at the mics and listening to it and being like, God, if you could just cut out 19 words, right. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kept it at Focus six. Focus on that one, <laughs> one joke and then be that person, you know. No, or, or sometimes they're really funny, but they're so creepy. Like, uh, you know, like, as if no, you know them. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. No, I don't we think don't. anyone's made me go, uh, no, but there's some comedians that are like, he's really funny, but I'm like, I can't be around you, man. You're too creepy. Well, uh, a little rapey. He's just, all right. Now, you see, you get into what, like what, what? You ain't got to bring out all. I mean, I don't know who you're talking about, but I mean, you don't have to like start. You're doing what we don't like people to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, it's, but, it's, but it's, you know that comic over there. It's a fact if they did it. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. That's not our opinion. That's not our. That's not our uh, platform. It's about relationships, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> not our. It's not our platform to like out people or whatever. Or I'm not outing anyone. Or we know, but we're here to talk Anyways, about. Anyways, moving along, moving along. This is Aaron therapy Sutherland. session. Aaron, your mother's driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a red bear. Red panda. Oh my God! Red you can't bear. get anything right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of the show, the name of the animal that you now love but didn't know about. Right. <laughs> and I'm outing people. Great. So, Aaron, when, when did you start uh, getting to yourself, like doing comedy, like like being yourself in comedy? Like like for me, when I emulated people, and then I felt like my life was kind of boring, that mm. nobody would care about it, you know. And then I started finding things and saying, "Well, this is funny." Well, having the confidence to say, well, this is funny. I'm going to share that, too. Yeah, I think uh, the first time I was able to, like, incorporate some sort of... It was... Uh, do you remember the Chicago Fire bit I used to do? About how, you know, why did we name the soccer team after the worst tragedy? To oh, yeah, the yeah. city, that thing. And I, the first time I did it with, like, a real silly announcer voice like hey we got the chicago fire <laughs> taking on the uh, oklahoma city bobbers tonight on espn three and like when i started doing that i was like man that was i was scared before i did it but it worked really well right and i felt like i was like you know that's a goal in a way paying tribute to jenny because he <laughs> richard jenny <laughs> used a lot of voices and right um i've spent a lot of time alone as a kid so i yeah. <laughs> are you the only kid no, I have a sister, oh. but um, she didn't like it's you? a longer story than oh, we have okay. time for. But I, we have time. I just did a lot of <laughs> no, like no. little weird voices to keep myself entertained, um, and so kind of incorporating that. Um, but then, kind of like we were talking about with with people's jealousy, once I started doing that and writing bits mm. to work towards certain voices, um, Maybe I was starting to do a lot of shows. I got passed at the Laugh Factory after just like two years of stand up, mm-hmm. and that's when I started feeling a lot of the jealousy from some of the older people, but even like my peers who I'd known for a couple of years were right. starting to act a little Weird. differently around. Yeah. That's crazy. If, like I didn't deserve it. And then I started questioning that. And right. Then, no, no, uh, you know, and that's crazy because it, it happens a lot. And I'm like, I'm like not jealous of people. I'm opposite. Like I'm proud. Like remember Josh, 
Josh Johnson. Yeah. Like he, he like he, we, I hung around him, or we he hung around us, or whatever. Yeah. And look at where he's at now, and it's like I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm happy for, sure. for him to to like succeed. Like I'm proud there of. There are just uh, some hateful people out there that yeah, no matter what you do. Like there's a lot of people. But I hadn't really experienced much of that in my life. Right. You know? I, th I think all those people are like the trolls, you know, on Facebook or Instagram, they're the trolls. So we have to forget them because we were doing what we want to do in life. You know, mm -hmm. some people are sad. All they do is stay, stay home and put stuff on Aaron or Ramon or Liz, this and blah, blah, blah. It's no, but these are comics. But I mean, but I think but they're, they're, trolls they're, too. they're, they're, uh, comedic trolls. <laughs> like, but I don't understand why they're, why they're upset. Like, they should be proud and say, look, well, well, if he's succeeding, then I can succeed. Yeah. And, one person in particular uh, made a comment that got back to me about um, he's not actually funny. He's just he just does his stupid voices, and that so kind of shook me a little bit because I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm I thought I just figured something out, and now right. I'm getting criticized for it." But also, I and it was someone I shouldn't have paid like shouldn't have let them in my live rent free in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that. No, right, no, right. But it did mess with me. I started changing the way I was writing, trying to write just like so you, you know, basically cleaner, trying to do straight man kind of stuff. And you try to do stuff for them. That's the thing. What happens yeah. is that I, I lost that uh, yeah. that sent that and I I don't know if it was just having not faced a ton of like uh, negativity personal adversity. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but you a had way. a happy life. <laughs> a child. I don't. I don't know what it was, but I, I'd never had like a, a peer who I liked all of a sudden turn around and say something horrible about right. me it, it that really was something I was, and and like you said, something we're all trying to do. Why is someone mad at me because I kind of you know? And so now I took that break and everything, and I'm getting back to to working those kinds of things in. Yeah. Um, and I'm happier for it, and I, I mean don't you should. care about that person. Yeah, you, yeah. you should. <laughs> you know. I mean like. But I it is weird how much it uh, it shook me for a couple of years, because then you start wondering who else thinks that. Yeah, oh my God. I, I think that. But see, the, the clue is not to hang around those people because yeah. what happens is is like you got to find like I can tell who's like, I mean I don't have a gift for it, but I can like see oh this guy's positive, this guy is, is cool, you know, mm -hmm. like we talk, we click, we share jokes, we talked about stuff, and you say for oh sure. do this, with that. no jealousy. Greg Ghetto was the same. He yeah, helped me, you know, do certain things. And you know. we went to San Francisco. He gave us a set. And yeah, we went to San Francisco. Hey, saw right? him. Yeah, nice. and yeah. Uh, you know those guys are cool. And, it, and those are the guys I'll surround myself around, you know, mm -hmm. in the comedy scene. Well, Greg brought I mean, me on to that um, to this week's show. Yeah, and that's actually a, yeah. Duck Duck Comedy before that. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I remember that? Uh, yeah, I remember that. Imagine we're only in this level. Imagine the jealousy that you experience when you're way up there. You yeah. know, like when you're. Oh, he's like up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. See, marijuana. I, no, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was giving a compliment, but no, yeah. So you can't surround yourself around those people and listen to those people. Because they're, 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 that's what it is. It's jealousy. Yeah. Uh, like, if I hear somebody's funny, I'd rather, like, talk to them and say, hey, man, how did you get yeah. like that? Let me understand mm -hmm. what's your process. Maybe it'll help me. Or maybe, you know, I'm not trying to, like, steal anything from you. I think we should, like, talk to each other and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Use Just this. talking to, like, uh, someone that's an expert in right. whatever I mean, like, it is. Who yeah. hates Jerry Seinfeld for 
comedians getting coffee or in cars getting coffee. There's there's some people who don't like the the, the show. No, I'm, I'm saying the people who have been on it. You know, oh. like nobody's gone there like, yeah, I'm not sharing my jokes with you or I'm not sharing my experience with you. You know, they're like, yeah, happy to do it. Right. You know? Well, they're getting paid too, so. <laughs> 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 but but there, I t- I get your point. Yeah. And, there's um, always gonna be someone that's not gonna like your whatever it is that you're doing. So the way I look at it, it's like I'm not I I. Like he said, I don't hang out with those people, and and time is money, and t- my time is valuable. So if you don't val- respect my time, then I gotta go. Yeah, More power to you, but I have to keep going and pursue. Because if there's a lot of negative negative people, let's say I'm a I'm a drug dealer. I gave you a ride. You needed a ride to Wicker Park or something else, or, well, or I San Francisco. So <laughs> yeah, I want to see where this okay, is going. Okay. <laughs> and we get pulled over. Land this plane. Yeah. <laughs> We get pulled over you by a cop. You may feel like you're drowning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drowning, but because I'm a bad person, uh, you surrounded, you were surrounded by a bad me, bad Leia. Now you're a bad person too. Because if I get arrested, you get pulled over. You get arrested too, even all if right. I'm the it's drug dealer. Yeah. All, right. yeah, all right. Bumpy landing. Probably yeah. like <laughs> a. It was rough. Puerto Rican <laughs> airfield. I mean, yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> Everybody clapped when you got there. It was like. <laughs> and, and, and the oxygen mask <laughs> fell down for a second. But you didn't have to use them. <laughs> yeah, didn't have to use them. So you're good. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's it's something you have heard a thousand times. You know, just stay in your own lane. You know, don't worry about you know what other people think. Be yourself. That type of stuff. It's something I had heard. You know, since childhood. Right. But to have actually experienced it and then let it affect me, it was like. Damn! How did I let myself do <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's harder. I had all the tools to not let this happen. Yeah, your mind. It well, we're like human beings, and, and yeah. it's harder to. It's harder to. It's easier said than done. You know. Sure. Now and it's a lot easier. Yeah. Now I don't care at all. Now, yeah. So now it's like, okay, well, whatever. I don't even care if the crowd likes it. I'm oh. Just kidding. I mean, one time <laughs> right? I was I was feeling so bad about my comedy, I drank two glasses of wine at home, and I didn't eat. And I was like sitting down, and he came home, and I was like crying. <laughs> I was like, I'm not funny. Look, Stay this is the reason away. why I'm not funny. And he's like, Are you kidding me? What are you doing? As <laughs> he starts laughing at you, like, I am funny. I'm yeah. not funny. And I kept on crying. He's like, Babe. Yeah, I think <laughs> one of the key tough. things uh, of comedy, which is, you know, you ever heard that, that saying, dance like nobody's watching? Well, you can't you know. dance. I was kidding. Well, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding, love. All right. Anyway, into a bachata. I can do a little bit. I can do the. Scream through a megaphone. Right. But uh, yeah, like, and then I think if you do your comedy like nobody's watching, it's it's uh, it'll come out the way you want it to come out. But I think, but it's hard because you 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 you're watching, you're listening. Well, also comedy, it's it's there's like a formula to comedy. You have to have. I the audience. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying They're giving you instant MC, feedback. Yeah, but MC, I'm saying, but know, I'm saying, like, like the if you whole do, show. But I'm saying, if you do your comedy, if you're, if you bring out what you want to say and you work it, then it's gonna be funny, you know. But if you're like, uh, but if the audience I, I, doesn't like you, no. But I'm saying you're not. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, I'm talking fine. about like, <laughs> let the man speak. Right. She's like, <laughs> if the audience doesn't like you, like. Uh, if you, yeah, if I go like to a KKK rally and I start telling jokes, nobody's gonna laugh. They might. I don't know. They might like. I'll invite you to the next one and we'll see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but my point is like like 
you have to like allow yourself and, and trust yourself and just let go and do that. Mm -hmm. uh, not be like, okay, well, this guy said I suck at that. I'm not gonna do the voices anymore. You yeah, know? and I think, uh, I mean, crowds can very much sense how much or how little fun you're having exactly. on stage. Exactly. Yeah. And even if you're, if your stage persona is an angry person, and you do it well, right? You're still gonna get all the laughs. Um, and it's it's the same thing in a, in a different direction for people like Ian Abramson was somebody I looked up to a lot in my first few years mm -hmm. because I was never gonna try and be him and right. what he does <laughs> comedy wise, but. He sold out and was true to what he thought was funny, and I'd seen it go poorly, and I'd seen it go amazingly. Right. Um, and but every time, he never, he never let the audience win. Right. Even if they didn't like him, he was still having too much fun doing what he was doing, and that's a lesson it's easy to to get away from when you're you know struggling and not writing anything new that mm -hmm. you hate. Um, or anything new that you like, rather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, we have to see him land that plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it's it's nice to, to surround yourself with people uh, that, that remind you yeah. of, of the, the joy of being yourself, almost. Yeah, yeah. it is. It Not is yourself. Um, and also, I think you need to hang around other people. <laughs> Just like oh, it's not comics. Not comics. Yeah, yeah I, I live I live with a roommate. Um, uh, he's, he's been a buddy of mine from college. Is he um, Indian? Why? What? He's a man. <laughs> he bun? has a man bun. Why does he have? To Why have would that be Indian? Indian? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen a lot of Indian guys who are Sikhs. You know, they have the man bun. Not Sikhs, but you know, that's like a turban. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a big man bun. <laughs> yeah. How do you get the color? <laughs> no, like a lot of the guys are like. Yeah, I've seen it too. But you've seen plenty of like. You know. White dudes. White dudes with crispy rainbow? white, yeah. Have you uh, seen a, a, a yeah. black Anyways, dude my roommate's with a man bun? <laughs> You're what? A black guy with a m man bun. Uh, yeah. Andre 3000. <laughs> no, just kidding. Decent uh. point. But yeah, I purposely chose to live with him rather than comics just because it's nice to have a, a break from that. Yeah. Um, need, yeah. I mean, we, like, for us, for instance, I mean, our life doesn't revolve around comedy. You know, even though we're comics or, I mean, actor. You know, we do stand up paddleboard. I, I you can go with us. We have a board. <laughs> we don't. Uh, <laughs> right. We actually ran into you at the beach one time. Remember? No. At Montrose. Yes. Like years ago. I don't Probably. remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. It was like a. It's like a Fourth of July or something like that. I don't know. Is it Maybe. Uh, anyway. Uh, but anyway. I don't remember anything. Really? People, people remind me of stuff I've said or, <laughs> or places I've been. Hey, hey uh, Aaron, remember that fifty thousand dollars you you borrowed from me that you never paid back? Right, but yeah, that's only because <laughs> you borrowed it from me to begin with. And, so I, and with I, still don't like, I still don't have it. <laughs> I think I just get to own you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we do other things and we like, you know, we hang out. We got other friends. And, and we I go to place. We go to, you know, I think that's a good balance. In Music. People's life. You have to have a balance in your life. For sure. It's uh, another thing my dad talked about all the time and I didn't really get it until I was literally binging on, <laughs> on stand up and like even getting mad and like, sometimes melting down at open mic crowds for yeah. not 
liking me. <laughs> right, right. I, I well, you uh, weren't being likable, you idiot. <laughs> like, right, right. I remember there's I nothing likable about a guy who just wants to throttle the laughter out. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like me? Wait, 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 wait. Damn it. <laughs> I, I saw him. Uh, it was a like a soapbox or whatever, some open mic thing uh, in Lakeview. Mm. And uh, you were doing really good, and y you started getting mad, but uh, everybody was still laughing, you know. And then the other person couldn't follow you, but you were getting mad at the people, but we were laughing. Everyone was laughing. Yeah, I well, wasn't. I wasn't in a place you. where I could hear it or accept it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the comic, the comics were laughing, but the audience wasn't laughing. No, the audience were they laughing were? too. Yeah, but the person that followed him, I don't know who it was, couldn't follow him, and I was cracking up. I was like. You, well. you know what? You now, one of my one of my favorite uh, one know? of my favorite recent uh, thank you watching you doing a set was when you did our show Bring Down Beer. Oh, Jesus. When the guy uh, was when the dude fell asleep. Yeah, fell, fell asleep, asleep in, in the, the back. <laughs> oh my god! No, he fell asleep in the front. In the front. That's when the front. He was in the front. He's freaking row. But remember the guy was like, oh no, that was that was somebody else. Oh no, this dude was just like drunk, passed out. Right. And I was in the, in the middle of my closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you made fun of him. I just kept talking in that voice and just yelled at him until he woke up. Yeah. <laughs> he was so surprised. Wake up. I'm in bed. Why is this man yelling at me? <laughs> Where am I? And everyone's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to suck. I mean, That's a rude uh. ass awakening. Yeah. You're like at a comedy show sleep. No, but both of those sets that night were really fun. It was a good crowd. That was yeah. the that was when the nurse left in the middle of the show. Oh to go yeah, get Burger King. Yeah, yeah. back in like <laughs> nothing had just happened. Yeah, like it was normal. Was <laughs> she was like really toasted. Uh, I know. She she like moved was, out of her her ex husband's place that morning or something. Oh really? Her friend took me aside and was like, "You're right, honey." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> decided to apologize for her and then explain her entire life story and I was just like I oh. don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will never see you again. So <laughs> Exactly. Uh, have you ever dated an uh, an audience at a, after a show? Like when on No, a date? no, I've never been approached by women after a show. Well, you could approach the women. I've chatted with a few, but it's never No, I don't know. I hear about I hear yeah, tall I've tales of comics getting laid after shows, and I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, me neither, because I, I no, I've you, never had. I think you, you, I, think um, I come off as too pervy on stage. I think you're missing like. Uh, I think there was a girl that was like um, looking at you, like was flirting, and I was like, oh, she's flirting with him. When at our show? Yeah. It uh, wasn't that drunk nurse. <laughs> it wasn't the drunk nurse. I don't remember who it was, but it was a girl. At Ramon's birthday show. Yes. Really? Yeah, but you you you, you miss the the clues. Well, that's another problem I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically oblivious to anyone and anyone else around me. Well, right. next time I'll I'll say hey. I think I, I don't remember, but I think you I think you said something about that, or he's like, oh look, Aaron talking, and then. Yeah. But no, nah, that's yeah. all I'm doing. Just yeah. talking. That's gone now. That train is. But no. is it hard it's for you to date? Yeah, like regularly. It's, it's been pretty difficult. I. I've dated comics and that yeah. has not gone well. Yeah, yeah that's no. not that never goes well. <laughs> I mean, that was the breakup that sent my 2017 on such a skittering, weird course. Maybe I it was 2016. Know, I, I didn't remember. know you dated a comedian. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's, Wasn't that's that long, but it was pretty intense. And uh, it's a you know, I've dated uh, you know normie civilian girls or whatever <laughs> you <laughs> right. want to call them. I've dated them, and you know, they can't. 
keep up with the schedule, man, because I you know, work during the day and then work at night. And right. They don't understand. They think it's all fun and games. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like, no, well, I can't be flirting with you. I have to set this show up because things have to be right. And, like, you know, candles right. have to be Why lit. Lights have to be down. Why can't you with me, Aaron? People have to be filtered in correctly and all, you know, all this stuff that comes with running a show or just even doing a set. Right. Um, and then they, you know, oh, you don't have a show tonight. Let's go out. I was like, let's go see a comedy show. <laughs> going out to me is staying in. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right, it's right. a yeah. treat to stay in. That's um, like a lot of people don't understand that. Like I, I have a day job, and it's like, yeah, my Batman starts now when I leave mm-hmm. here, and then, and then it's like, okay, you just want to go home and like chill out sleep. And, like, and sleep, or mm-hmm. just like watch TV or. Sometimes we do do go to a comedy show or like a, a theater show. Yeah, we go to the theater or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean I've done do that kind of stuff, but yeah. But really, but you're right. Like I was like, I just want to go home and sleep. Yeah. Or like, why don't you want to do open mic? Because I'm exhausted, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. I'd rather work on something else. Yeah, it's uh, it's been. There was one gal. Um, gal. Lady. 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 Dame. There's one dame. Uh, yeah, this, a duchess? this friggin' Brad, uh, right. <laughs> this broad, <laughs> this chick. She, um, she was great. Um, we went out. I think it only lasted maybe three or four months. But I tried oh. to keep her entirely separate from the comedy world. Oh yeah. And even that didn't work. She was like, she got jealous. What <laughs> if he, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was like, why do you? Why are you hiding me? I'm like, I'm not hiding you. It's just, I. I don't, I don't know what my reasoning was. It was really dumb, and I screwed the whole thing up by doing that. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, she was a great girl. Um, you know what? I think the right person would show up, and then, uh, you're you know, they're, they're, they're it's cute. a balance. No, I'm 30. Oh, you're young. Uh, you're not 60 <laughs> or 70 years old. Um, I, so when you I met... will be. But you, you sound be. like it. I was kidding. <laughs> like, like Yoda. I feel like you, Aaron is, has an old soul. I'm not 60 yet. You know what? You People told my mom be. that when I was growing up, and I realized it was just a nice way to call a kid a jackass. <laughs> 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 oh, he's got an old soul. He's, he's a surly <laughs> eight-year-old. Right. Why is he smoking cigarettes? He's an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when I met Leia, and, 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 and uh, she was like, oh, I don't date comics. I'm like, I'm not a comic. I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and somebody and I, that I mean, worked. Well, yeah. Worked. Well, I mean, I, 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 I refused. That was my rule. Never date a comedian. And, and this is before I started doing stand-up. So I was like, I'm an actor. And uh, I was like, I don't I do, not do you know, I don't. Stand-up. I don't do stand-up. So, so I was like, I did improv, you know. So she, I was like, oh, oh you're a comic. And then I started doing stand-up. But I was like, you know. I'm not a normal comedian like, like the regular guys. Or the guys that you probably... Yeah, hung right. around, and you think that well, I don't want to deal with these. Well, people. no, because I the rule was, uh, a wise man in San Francisco, Tony Sparks, he's like the godfather of San Francisco comedy. Said, you know what, never date a comedian because unless it's talk, me, talk <laughs> about you <laughs> on stage, and you don't want your stuff on stage like that. Cause yeah, you know. And I said, I've had girls not go out with me because they're afraid I'm going to talk about them. Like we've been on two dates. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing. I have nothing. Good Actually, Lord. now I do. You're gone. Uh, I went out with this girl the other day. I've had girls she tell had me third some nipple. strange things. I had a girl recently tell me, uh, "I'd like to go out again." Just as soon as I figure my life out. Oh. <laughs> Just say you Jeez. don't like me. Right, Jesus. right. Oh, Co- just until you figure yeah, the yeah. entirety of life out? All uh, right, cool. So we, uh, <laughs> should, 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 I, should I call you like when you're 76, 77? Or <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really like you, but let me get off this pipe real quick. Yeah, I don't, 
Yeah. Um, so I, I've dated, you know, people in entertainment, but different. For, like I've dated musicians, mm. and um, well, I think I screwed that one up too. But I've dated a couple of musicians, and and things didn't just didn't pan out. What, did, how, what, what ruined the uh, musician? Were you like a flute? Really? A flute? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. A flute? The one girl I had, a, uh, I was really into, uh, she was a singer. Uh, oh, yeah? yeah? And we actually had gone to high school together, but we weren't that close back then. Oh, yeah? And oh, then wow. Well, you got close. <laughs> so how did you ruin it? You go, polka? Really? Yeah. Polka? <laughs> <laughs> no, because my grandpa used to play polka uh, in a bunch of uh, Polish weddings. Really? Yeah, back in the day. Oh, nice. He was a great, great accordion player. I didn't know you were player. Polish. Yeah, yeah, I'm You're real Polish. You're Polish-Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Rican. <laughs> She's bent on this Puerto Rican thing that yeah. you're Puerto Rican. Scottish well, and uh, mostly Polish, half Polish. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Nice. <coughs> oh, sorry. The oh. red panda got a cough. 40%, yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic to 40. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. Never mind. 40% Polish. <laughs> right. She's allergic to Polish. She's like, <coughs> I didn't know that. <coughs> yeah, no, my grandpa used to, to, you know, he worked at a meat factory. For most of <laughs> the time, uh, but on the weekends he'd play the the weddings Polka. and he'd, he'd yeah. show up. What do you play like the uh, the accordion? The accordion? Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. And uh, he he'd show up uh, at back home around two three in the morning, wake up the whole family with a crave case from White Castle. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, that's why everyone wanted to sleep over at my mom's house. But growing up, that's a great uh, grandfather. Is the grandfather you said? Yeah, but great is. I don't know. I never met the guy. He died before. Oh, you did. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, so how do you know he played? Stories I've heard. He wasn't that great. Oh, <laughs> oh so you never That's had just the White one Castle. Nice one. <laughs> no, I didn't have any of the White Castles. Oh, I only met my other grandpa once too. Oh, really? That I'm aware of. Yeah. You may have seen him on the street a couple of times, but didn't know. Him. No, no, no. He lived in like rural Missouri. Oh, okay. Missouri. Mizzou. Yeah, my dad wasn't too close with his dad. And oh yeah. Uh, my mom wasn't close. Her dad. I only had like one grandparent growing up. That was my, uh, okay, my mom's mom. We can be your grandparents. She would send me. <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up. She like would send me socks articles, like newspaper clippings when I was in college. Of the, <laughs> of the white socks? Someone teach her about the internet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't tell her I was a Cubs She's fan or she would have keeled nice. over at Christmas. <laughs> you know, right. She bought you a bunch of. That's funny because my grandson was already a Cubs fan, and she couldn't handle that. So really? <laughs> <laughs> I had grand to be the grandmother who was a Sox fan. My grandmother does that too. She like sends me like cut cut outs of the newspaper, and it'll be like. She sent me one time Weird a recipe. Grandma of thing. Yeah, uh, uh, fifty recipes of bacon. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to wonder. Yeah. Of great. How I long they been planning to send it? How long did it? Was it just you to spare the moment? I should send this. I should to send Ramon. this to Ramon. Ew, all this she bacon. Likes, she likes bacon. Like I bought her uh, when I was in Puerto Rico recently. She wants. She said. She, she said. Oh, oh, that looks good. I was like a baconator. From Wendy's. She's like, all right. So I got her a double. Baconator, <laughs> and she, she said, she, "What she got an inheritance waiting for her?" Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she ate it, and she's like, "Oh, it's delicious." Well, at her age, you know what? She eats whatever. You eat whatever. That's what we were thinking. Uh, his mom and I were like, "I was like, man, should we be buying her like all this bad food?" But she's like, she's, she's eighty like years old. You well, know, let her indulge. My grandma used to say, like, almost every Christmas since I remember, enjoy me now because this is my last one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my like God. 20 years Nin later, she yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> about 19 years later. <laughs> <laughs> there she went. Yeah. I, uh, I think at 80-something, I, I was just start doing heroin. Just drugs, all the drugs. You know? I'm going to be crystal meth addict because uh, 
the intensity of meth is really good in like the feel good like uh stats or whatever you call it what do you call this the feel good grade like the doctor yeah, let's see how you land this plane <laughs> no i asked a doctor friend i said why are everyone doing crystal meth like he said because like when you're having an orgasm when you're having sex that's like the number is like 50 when you're doing the feel good ra uh rating but when you're doing crystal meth that's like a thousand oh really i was like oh, oh. let's get some all right so <laughs> I mean, let, let me uh uh anybody out there who is thinking about doing crystal meth uh don't do it okay <laughs> no not until you're 90 years old wait till you're 90 and then you do it i just noticed i mean now you lost all your teeth already <laughs> that's gone yeah you'd have to worry about that that's true and you're skinny so there and uh, they can probably help you get that housework done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> you extra motivation. You don't need. You don't need anybody to come over so and you start, help you. You're you know, like using a, a shovel on the wood floor, trying <laughs> to dig a hole in China or something weird. It's not shining. It's not shining. <laughs> it's shining now, Grandma. But, but uh, I, I did meet my Puerto Rican side of the family. Once. Oh, you did? You really? Yeah. Um, so it's like my my grandma's, my dad's mom's brothers and sisters still live on the island. I think actually. They have died, but like their <laughs> kids. <laughs> when I when I was twelve, we went to to meet them. Is a I had a great uncle Cuso, um, a great uncle Rafa. Yeah, uh, I guess a great cousin. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, Rafa had a son named Rafita. Rafita. Uh, Murfita or Rafita? Rafita. Murfita. Murfita? Irish Puerto Rican. Irish Puerto Rican. Hey, Murfita, come over here. Murfita O'Malley. Yeah, he had Rafita and Eric. Uh, right. <laughs> I swear Eric to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Rafita's son was Rafaelito. Rafaelito. He had no uh, imagination at all. And <laughs> Carmen. And then they had another daughter named Carmita. Carmelita. Carmelita. Carmencita. Yeah. Carmen. We had a, 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 take a little glitch right there. If, if, if you heard a... I cut you something off. It was a nuclear edit, attack. I'm not, I can't edit it. It's, it. Yeah, it was a nuclear attack. <laughs> We survived. <laughs> it's just, we're, it's we're just like Aaron, <laughs> Leah, and I. We're repopulating. Yeah, we're gonna we repopulate don't know why we're still recording oh, this. Dang. You guys can't hear. You're well, yeah. We're repopulating. I'm the only girl. <laughs> Who are we talking to? <laughs> we got a nice mix, mix of genes. Right. <laughs> we're going to have a, a Polish, Puerto Rican, red panda. <laughs> a mix. Black uh, <laughs> ensemble. <laughs> it's a brave new world now. Yeah. All of them are going to be funny but sad. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So we're running out of time. Um, but uh, yeah, Aaron, tell, tell people where can we find you or where can they find you? Um, uh, Instagram is uh, Aaron underscore Sutherland underscore dude. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, I underscore am underscore Sutherland. Uh, you can come to Chicago, Illinois at, uh, oh, it's at a bar called At North uh, right near north avenue and ashland um it's the sh next show is august 11th at 9 p.m tickets available on brownpapertickets.com if you just search either my name or chicago villanois no, is there is there like a website for that or not yet we're oh. getting there all right because i usually sometimes I, I link this is only going to be the second show so oh really yeah still very new still we're adding a lot for this next one okay that's and cool is uh, it like a ted's talk type of thing it yeah it's like a comedy ted talk have you ever seen like sean flannery's shows yes. around yeah it's okay. similar thematically all right 
August 11th. I need to see that. Fact-based stand-up Fact. is another way I've described it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they call it because James Webb, who helped me uh, with a lot of the slides and the, the video and uh, all the technical stuff I didn't know how to do, um, he's like, there's nothing like this in com in the comedy world right now. There's right. not, uh, especially in Chicago, there's nothing quite like this show. And uh you know, we're coming up on a <laughs> terrible governor's race between two billionaires. Oh, my God. Uh, so if, if your the worst listeners <laughs> are at all interested in learning uh, how we came to be one of the poorest states financially. And, right. Uh, Let the billionaires all the messed run up it. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have um, to vote for the less villainous billionaire. That's it's it's a good introduction to uh, how local politics can be interesting. Yeah, that's one thing I don't like about politics, and I don't mean to get into politics before we leave, but uh, you have to choose between the lesser of two evils. It's always that. It's never like this guy is the best, you know. Like, like, and they, and they always like saying like, "Well, Leia last year spent fifteen thousand dollars on Playboy magazines." You know, that's right. Instead of saying like, They're hot. but there's a special culture of corruption and almost blatant corruption that occurs here right. that doesn't really occur in Anywhere a lot of other else. states. Yeah, well, like it's Chicago, um, and I mean, it's like it's know, a little New York's kind of run by the mob, and we have mob influences here, but they're it's a little more discreet, yeah. I think. And uh, California, I mean, it's just such a big state. Of course, there's going to be crappy people. For a state with as little a population as we do compared to those other two, just the, I mean, over 1,700 federal, not federal, but corruption charges against people in our state government right. since 1976, that's... That's like two a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, so that, like, is it Blagojevich in your play? No, no. Yeah. I'm trying to focus Lego. on uh, some of the, uh, for lack of a better term, unsung heroes, <laughs> unsung <laughs> villains. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys who don't get So there's not a lot on Capone. There's not a lot on Blagojevich. It's, uh, um, it's some of the guys who, who helped uh, lay the foundation for the political machine that enables okay. all this corruption. That's pretty cool. I have a question. Is uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. in it? No, but I've been doing these promo posts uh, on Instagram uh, where I will I'll go into a, a short description of people that I couldn't fit into the show, and Jesse Jackson Jr. was one of the first ones. Oh, that I did. oh nice. Um, so you can scroll through uh, my own old posts. Uh, I think I've reposted them on the Chicago, Illinois page as well. Uh, so you can like it on on Facebook. So there is a Chicago Villa, what was Chicago? Yeah, Villanois? Villanois. Right. So there's yeah. a website. No, it's just a Facebook page and an Instagram. Oh, okay, page. okay, yeah. okay. Um, but I post stuff to my personal ones as well. Um, so you know, we did Betty Loren Maltese. We did a bunch of <laughs> Rita Crumwell, who stole fifty-four million dollars over the course of twenty years, and I've heard of her, but cut I a bunch. Yeah, cool. she. Was she was in Dixon, Illinois. She was uh, the treasurer. Oh, yeah, I heard and about yeah. Since the 80s up until, I think, 2002, she, yeah, she stole $54 million from the town's coffers and then told them that they couldn't, that they were always broke and they couldn't afford social programs for their poorest citizens oh. because they didn't have the money. But Man. she was spending she it all on it. horses, like breeding horses right. that she's still making royalties off of in jail. Wow. wow. Yeah. There's another place, um, Cicero. There, um, That's where Betty Loren Maltese yeah. was. Uh, oh, is that what it? Okay. Her husband okay. like ran the town, and then she took over as like the president, and she stole through an insurance scam, um, which I think was mob related in the end. 
Um, yeah, they stole several million dollars from the town of Cicero as well. Wow. It happens everywhere. That's amazing. That's amazing how, how like, involved. Well, that's the thing. Well, there's power, there's corruption, period. I think that's, and yeah. Y even in the comedy world, if you think about it. If For sure. If yeah. If if I was, let's like say, <coughs> excuse me. Right. Let's say I, I'm a, I'm not married. I'm a girl. I want to climb up in the the comedy world. I'll sleep around for stage time because I don't care. Sure, I've seen it happen here. A and yeah. uh, I'll get to the top. You know, that's why I'm still here because I don't. I'm not giving up the pool nanny. I'm not doing that. Plus, I'm you're, not plus you're not. Over. You're not single. <laughs> Without uh, naming anyone, there has been a time when I I left my backpack at a club after a mic, and then I came back. And uh, somebody stole your jokes? No, no, no. There was the owner of that club walked out uh, with a, a comic, <laughs> oh. a female comic, out of the back room, and they both looked at me, and I was like, "Well, without knowing, I know exactly what just happened." Right, right. Oh. And magically, uh, someone had a feature set the next month. Oh. Nice. Was it you? <laughs> 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 yeah, I blackmailed him. <laughs> right, right. Ah. I'll go public about two people that no one really cares about right. <laughs> doing something that was probably consensual. Right. <laughs> but hey, to each it, it is weird that, you know, there is an element of that. and uh, The power corrupts. Yeah, I think they, they don't, I don't know. They just don't want to wait. It's the blatantness that... Chicago I politicians and Illinois politicians do it with that just right. fascinates me to no end. Where I'm just like, but you, you just thought you would get away with that forever? Yeah, like it's some uh, people do. Where they bid on con city contracts and then they don't actually have a company. Like there's a famous one from the 1890s where uh, a group of aldermen created a fake gas company. Wow. And bid on a city contract, won the contract sold it to a real gas company for the same amount that they got paid by the city. So they got paid double wow. for something that never existed. And that stuff still happens all the time in this state, too. Well, that's oh, how, uh, who was that? that I saw a movie the other day about, what was the, well, I was maybe reading something about this uh, gangster. Who Was it that they were, uh, they were stealing oil and they were like basically selling gas to gas stations and, who was that? I don't know. That's a ballsy move. <laughs> yeah, they were still. They, they basically. Oh, oh, it, you know, it was a mobster. So I read this this article about the top mobsters, and it was this guy, and he's now a pastor or something like that. He like changed <laughs> his life. <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and he was telling a story about how he became. He was like, uh, he made more money or or equal amount of money revenue for the mob than like Al Capone. So he's like one of the top mm -hmm. revenue makers. And what he was doing, he had the scam with. Uh, gas companies, he would like steal gas, and he would undersell gas from other people, and and, and you know other gas stations right. couldn't compete with him because their gas is low, and he ended up buying them and and then and then providing the gas for them and low, and he was making like a ton of money. He was like making like I don't know how many millions a week, and uh, nah. he uh, <coughs> anyway, but yeah. But so I mean, just to sum up, uh, kind of all the things that we've talked about doing this. The show and putting, I mean, it took me a year of researching and writing to, to get it to a point where I could put it up right. um, in front of a crowd. That, and, uh, let me stop you right there. Sure. That's where people don't, what, that's what people don't realize. It's like what you're doing now took a whole year. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, wow. 
know, you know, like <laughs> my therapist asked me when when I'll put it on YouTube so she can watch it. And I was like, really? I've done it one time and you want to get this for free? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you just pay the 10 bucks to come to the show? Or, or, or where, can you, where can you post our therapy? On YouTube, so I can how much money you built out of me over right, the last yeah. two years. <laughs> but um, it it's been one of the more rewarding experiences uh, I've had in comedy, and it helped me feel like uh, like we were talking about. It's something I I believe in, yeah, uh, and it has helped me have a better perspective, um, or life. just you know not having so much being so self conscious and like actually putting something uh, out there again that i believe in and uh that's purely me right yeah that's cool man i i'm, I'm super stoked about it i'm gonna go see it we're gonna for go sure. support yeah. it yeah please do we're yeah. not paying though we got no, a I'll family pay. hookup no Come on, I'll never you pay. always try to get in for free with the stuff let's pay and support how about a two for one for you guys? Oh, there you go. <laughs> there, you there you go. There you go. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, I, you, I, did, I, you did work for a year. <laughs> Only because you said it. I, I pay. Well, you guys have paid me for shows. Right. And beer. <laughs> and beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did win that growler. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's a really cool. That's a really cool topic, though. I mean, especially, like you say, for Illinois and Chicago. And especially in the climate that we're in. Yeah. You know, it is. As much as I absolutely detest Trump, you know. I've heard several political commentators say, no, this is a time to introspection. So I actually yeah. started looking at, uh, at who we are. You know, we're a weird bunch of Democrats here <laughs> yeah. in Illinois. We're, we're just fine with it, but also... As soon as you get out of Chicago, you see all... It's like it becomes red state. And it's, it's scary. I was in the suburbs, you know, a while back, and it oh, was all I mean, tr yeah, Trump Yeah, I grew sign. up in a very red county. And then I was like... <laughs> Dennis Haster, um, the guy who's in prison right now for molesting those boys in yeah. the 60s, um, he, w he was my U.S. representative for Congress oh <laughs> when really? I was growing up. And I, I rode on a float with the guy. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm glad you're not that close to him. Well, he's in jail not for, I don't think he's in jail for the the kid thing so much because the statute of limitation had passed, but it surfaced because he had done another land deal. That's another thing. The land deals that they Man. that they do when they like know that they're gonna construct something on the land, they they buy it and they sell it to the people to the yeah, company dude. like really expensive. That's I, that's what got uh, Hester so behind bars. So maybe that's the same. Is that the same guy that they were gonna build the expressway or something like that? And he bought the land where they were gonna build the expressway. Maybe I don't I don't I'm not totally sure about that one. Yeah, well I don't know if it's that there's guy. a lot of uh, corrupt corrupted people corruption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's and um, you know what? At the end of the day, you have to live with yourself or are you going to wake up next to a guy that wants to hump you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my goal with the show isn't to to solve the problem. Right. I just want people to pay a little bit more attention and, and we, we, we consistent attention, not just this, like, every episode, you know, where every few years we get a big Blagojevich-type story and we go, oh, my God, isn't it so horrible? And then right. a few months later, you know, we're waiting for next season to start. Yeah, it's yeah. It's still happening. Yeah. <laughs> the show um, is always running. Right. Right. I, I love... Me, I love politics. I like listening to the news, and I, I, I don't just watch the American news. I watch Sky News or mm. other news like Al Jazeera. Like, I want to see other other people's perspective on what is happening in and around the world. Sure. Right. And uh, my my father was a politician, you know, and he was a good politician. Like, someone literally gave him 
tons of money in a bag. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, basically, like, hey, take this money so we can build this thing. And he said, no. So it's like, I'm not taking that money. And th- he was getting death threat. <laughs> So he wasn't a good politician. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they w- they wanted to kill him because they they yeah. thought he was a the the poor people thought he was a bad person, but the the rich people thought he was bad. But he was he came from from you know he was from uh, the project like the ghetto uh, in the worst part of Manila. Mm-hmm. So he knew what it's like to not have anything. And then we're like after that like hey we gotta was he, go. Was he the thriller from Manila? Sure is. <laughs> you know I don't I don't uh, I don't. I don't, not I can't say I don't care about politics, but I do like to understand politics. Like I, I want to see politics or understand politics from a politician perspective, you know, because they always get there, and they're obviously they're not for the people, you know, and and, and so I want to get I want to understand why aren't you for the people, and what what happens when you get there and you figure out that it's not what you thought it was. Are you honest when you first you. started? <laughs> no, of course you're not going to tell me, but. When you when you got into politics, y- you obviously didn't know that that was how it worked, you know. And then when you get there and you say, well, like Mr. 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 Smith goes to Washington, you know, he's like, oh, excited, yeah, right. I'm gonna change this for you, you know. <laughs> and, and so, and you get there and you find out, well, this is not how it works, you know. Because everyone so like, says no. Where is I would like to, like to see from their perspective, why do you think this makes sense? And mm-hmm. it's obviously money for them and money for corporations and everything. But if, if you watch um, uh, what's his Cohen the, uh, Ali G, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, the one he, he did about the guns and the babies? The guns and the babies and all this uh, politician that yeah. were like, yeah, let's let's uh, give them guns, like those kids. And like, and they're... But yeah, but that's, that's, di- no, that's, that's, that's a part of it, but I want to know like how they think and how they how they rationalize it. And how well is you this have to, I think, uh, one big thing is you have to understand or, or recognize how much ego one right. person has to have to say, I will lead you people. Right. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> Some of the best leaders are people who are like reluctant leaders, I think. Um, and we live in such a look at me, listen to me culture right. that it's. I mean, it's you like have because to like politics, like insane in ego in to, to like even attempt it. Exactly, because in a sense, in a sense, politics and is ego, just as we're seeing with our president, is allows you to gloss over a lot of yeah. uh, moral inconsistencies, shall we say? And it's just, w- I think it's just one big popularity contest because it's not like, I mean, I literally, it is. Yeah, <laughs> because because there there is, you c- I know people who can solve this problem. You know, I know people that are qualified. I mean, I don't know them personally, but I know there's people out there who can solve problems. I know people who probably solve the debt and, and, and say, you know what, look, we need to cut back or whatever, do whatever it takes to, to, to balance out whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we, it's, you know, it's just popularity. It's like, well, so-and-so did that, you know, and but I'm going to do this, you know, and obviously you're not going to do it. But, you know what I mean? Like, like how, do, how long do we keep looking at that circus, you know, and, and, and believing it and then, how 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 do they how do they feel like the snowball's already rolling downhill? How do you stop it? Yeah, and, yeah. and how do and how do they continue to push the snowball willingly? Because they have to get reelected. Yeah, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Because like, like when I because I read a lot about politics, and you say you love politics, uh, Leah, but I read about politics and. The majority of the politicians, and I'm not saying this, they say you don't. Know. But no, I'm just trying funny. to talk. Say but, something, but but like, congressmen or or senators. 
basically how long they're they're in office like four years or two years or whatever it depends on what year so so each they spend money getting elected and then as soon as they get elected they start campaigning again so they don't even do any work yeah and I mean the, the secretaries and the, uh, do the work they're they're people who they're minions w- yeah ah. so there's, there's two things people never want to uh see made is laws and sausages <laughs> 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 yeah so it's like what are you gonna say babe well i was gonna say it's in like we were talking about leaders earlier right mm-hmm. i hate that this man was successful but he led uh, you know all these nazis you know like hitler was so successful at what he his stance and he made people believe and mm-hmm. world war Two happened right because he created this thing like what what <laughs> when did that happen <laughs> did i miss like, it I, did i, I miss it i can't like uh i can understand but i i in my head like i can't wrap my head like people believe that by killing all this many people that's gonna eradicate like well he know. didn't start off like that i mean that's he, he was i he, think he, he was an artist <laughs> no he was no. in time magazine as the man of the year so imagine that he was in time magazine he, as man of the year he started um, his propaganda in the 20s <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and then before. all through the 30s. So if you were an impressionable mm. kid, say you were 11 when he first started making those speeches, then 15 years go by. Right. And now, most of your life, you've been hearing that. So it becomes easier to right. accept. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's by far, to me, the scariest part about the Trump presidency is, yeah, you know, there, every so often I'll see a story about, like, a high school in Iowa that chant build the wall at a kid playing in a basketball game because right. he's right. the only Mexican kid on the court. He's probably Puerto Rican. You know? Right. <laughs> so, like that sort of emboldening all of kids' worst instincts and not only not only for emboldening them to do something, mm-hmm. but to believe that they're in the right. 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 To like do that, that is what is so damaging. Yeah, like the guy that was like not uh, to mention all the other crap that he does. That's yeah. very damaging. <laughs> Yelling at the girl for the Puerto Rican shirt, you know. And it's like, are you <laughs> okay. serious? Like you're that, mor- like you're that of an idiot. No, that happened here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. You you that of an idiot that at a park. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, which is, but I think that's that's the power that they have. They influence people who are idiots, and 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 then they follow. They follow, and then it's like, that's okay, well, I yeah. Said, followers. I mean, they're just. Like there's, uh, you know, here again, uh, a man working for CBS who's actually running for alderman in Edgewater. Mm-hmm. You know, he called the he called 911 because a black woman had a coupon, a valid coupon. Oh, that's the CBS guy. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't listen to that. Story. I didn't know he was running for alderman. Yeah, he sure is, and he actually got caught because he was faking the signatures because he wanted to build a bike path in his neighborhood. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's a Republican. He's also gay. I'm like, he's oh, so he's like going in all directions. Then. He's, he's like, okay, Republicans don't care about you. You're you're like one of us, <laughs> but what? yet you you hate certain people. And he was just, he got fired. Oh well, he deserves it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, but but I'm saying is that because he believes like yeah, so demigod guy that like okay, I'm gonna listen. So he's one of the followers that's listening. So then there's other people like him. You know right. what I mean? And that's a scary part. Or like when I was talking, I had a gotten an argument with someone about immigration. Mm-hmm. And I, after I got off the phone, I was kind I was sad, you know? Like I was like, um, because it's like, how can you not see, 
you know, like, um, you know, mother and daughter or, or son and, and father being separated. Right. You know, and it's like, think about that. I was like, what would Jesus do? Not right? even that's that, but humanity, you know, like, like, what if it happened to you? You know, like, reverse I the thing. What if it was you who lived in a country where you had to get away, and then as soon as you get to another country where you think is freedom, they separate you from your parents, and then they send you back to where it is, or, well, or I, put I you can't continue. I can't imagine. I got here when I was 12. If you I know, got separated from my dad, I would have been crying. But so I, think, I think as a human being, you have to like think about, you know, what I want people to do to me, or what if it was, what if I was on the other side of that, you know, fence and and yeah, I know. like it's like can't disagree with any of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just he. I I'm like I am fresh off the boat, like. Immigrant, like my uh, my kid. You're not is fresh off be the boat. You've been here. It doesn't years. matter. I'm still an immigrant. <laughs> Thirty years. I'm still an immigrant. The point is, like, I know exactly what it is to be in a country where someone can just go in front of you and then shoot you and nothing happens. You know. Right. Or like, I know people who actually grew up on top of like a mountain of garbage, that actually came here and made something out of their life. They have a house. They have kids going to college now that they pay right. everything they they never depended on the the system or the section eight all this stuff it's like my kid is going to be first generation I, I am not a first generation i got here you know although i've been here i still remember so it's like no matter what people say and now there's a, a law that's like even if you're american citizen and you you became naturalized american yeah. They right. can kick you out now. Department of Justice is starting to review several thousand cases. And that's my point. My point is, like, I mean, are we getting too deep into politics <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, we got real comedy. deep. Really? But, you, you know, how, is, how, are we, how are we, like, we have to all be conscious of what's going on and not allow these people, because the government is not there to rule us. They're there to represent us. So people need to not take their heads out of the dirt and start, you know, yeah. because before, because the thing is, they know the power, and they're s and they're slowly taking it away from us. They're taking our privileges away, taking our rights away. And so you won't be able to far longer. Yeah. but it's reaching a breaking point. Yeah, so you so you won't I be able to. Need, I mean, my motivation with doing the the so Villanoi. the Illinois show again is open up a damn newspaper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> take a look around. Uh, a lot of this stuff People's is power. way more interesting than than you think. Yeah, you know. Oh, I don't want to go. Go sit in a city council. Have you ever sat exactly. in at a local meeting right. of your neighborhood alderman? Like, they're fascinating. Right. I've been in court. <laughs> <laughs> Is that close enough? Oh, DUI doesn't count. No, no. Uh. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I saw it was interesting. Got I like it. You with that you drug know? dealer. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get the rest of it. Now like, you're a bad what? person. All right, well. Uh, when stuff gets real, when comedy <laughs> gets real. Comedy well, gets real. we are comedians. We have brains. We're not all about jokes, but we want you guys to listen in, pay attention to what's going on. We may tell jokes and funny stuff, but there's stuff that's happening that's for real. So go support Aaron at the Villanois show, uh, and it's uh, August, August 11th. 11th. And, and it's a Saturday. Ooh. So you, you, you know you got to go what time, what time is Saturday? What time? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. So you can go out to dinner, have a nice little dinner, a couple glasses of wine. Go not too much. sushi and wicked pack. Right, wicked pack. <laughs> and uh, go walk over down Walk east, and you'll be, you'll be at the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. East on North Avenue. Right? East on North Avenue. Um, but we got to get out of here. We've, uh, yeah, I got a volleyball game. Yeah, you got a volleyball <laughs> game. Are you serious? <laughs> that's why I'm dressed like this. Oh. Are you really? Yeah. What time does your volleyball game start? 8.30. 8.30? 
I know. Where in North Avenue? Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay, That's bye. That's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. See you later. Uh, all right. Well, go see Aaron at Villa... Oh Illinois. I was going to say Villa Nova. I don't know why I wanted to say that. <laughs> the guy who, who runs the bar. Yeah. He emailed me about the second show, and the subject line was Chicago Villa Nova. Comedy show, South Michigan, eight thirty show. Get your tickets at Mr. and Mrs. Smith Comedy dot com. And add us on Facebook. Add us on Facebook and Instagram. Does anybody? I don't know. Watch Facebook anymore? I'm I'm out of Facebook. But add us on Instagram and check us out, and we'll see you next show. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. It's good to see you guys. See ya.